0: morning. Welcome to the Daily Ding. Happy Thursday morning. We've got your NBA action from a brutally packed Wednesday night in the NBA. I'm Zach Harper, joined by Trayvon Edwards with Rob Lopez, firing up the Joker trailer. Remember, subscribe to The Athletic, theathletic.com slash dings. You're going to get that year subscription for about $2.99 per month. We transition April 8th, Monday, April 8th, so you don't want to miss that transition uh, for the... The Count the Dings over to the Athletic live show, Chicago, May 18th at Lincoln Hall. Get your tickets on countthedings.com. Coming up on today's Daily Ding, Steph Curry can clearly see now Giannis Belie is believed in by Shaq. And of course, we got playoff positioning in the Eastern Conference and Western Conference going as we're in the last week of the regular season. But first, the game of the night the Miami Heat cannot catch a break against the Boston Celtics. Just had a home and home, lost both games. This one in Miami. Celtics 112, Heat 102. Uh, more. Of the Gordon Hayward, the Celtics were looking for when they signed him 25 points, eight rebounds, five assists off the bench. He was five of 10 from the floor, three of five from deep 12 of 13 from the free throw line. Kyrie struggled a little bit with his shooting eight of 19 but he scored 23 points, had four assists. Al Horford, 21 points, eight rebounds, four assists. Tatum had 16 points. The Celtics close this one out by scoring on eight of their final 12 possessions in the game. Celtics stay in the four seed with this win for the Heat. Dion Waiters had 21 points on 22 shots. Whiteside, 18 and 15 off the bench. Dwayne Wade had 17, 7 and 6 off the bench. Goran Dragic couldn't get anything to fall. He had 11 points on three of 15 shooting. Bam Adebayo had a pretty good game. 12 points, 12 rebounds, four assists, and two blocks. But trade this one you know Josh Richardson left in the in the second quarter didn't return with the with a leg injury the heat fall to ninth in the east because of an orlando win which we'll talk about later but the heat really needed a little bit of help with the schedule and having to face the Celtics in in two straight games did not help with that
1: no uh and you know it didn't help with Gordon Hayward you know finding his game and finding his you know what I mean his touch and it wouldn't it it's a a perfect timing for Hey we're to wake up for the Celtics is you know with their up and down woes of the season um I think it's right on time especially with next week uh the season ending and getting ready to start the playoffs um this is this is where you know it's kind of hard to count the Celtics out sometimes because obviously it's been super dramatic in their in their season and, and the expectations they had early on but I think that um come playoff time they'll be ready with whoever they match up with
0: yeah, absolutely. I mean, look, they'll, they'll face the Pacers in the, in the first round and they're either going to have home court or not, but it's funny. You talk to anyone around the league or talk to players and everyone's kind of just holding their hedging that thing with the Celtics. So they're like, look, I know they haven't looked like the Celtics all year, but we still expect big things out of the playoffs. And then for Miami, you know, fighting for that, for that eight seed with Orlando, it, you know, their schedule is so tough and, and Orlando's got a little bit of an easy schedule the rest of the way. Like Miami really can't afford to drop games, even to Boston.
1: Yeah. I mean, you know, and it's unfortunate that Miami, you know, loses Josh Richardson on a free play of him trying to block a shot and uh, his, his leg swung awkwardly and hit like the, 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 the bottom part of the rim. Um, Luckily, you know, it's no, looks like no damage or anything, but you know, it's still scary. Um, And this is a valuable, this is a win, a must win game for them, especially um, with them being so close to Orlando. Um, and it's going to come back to hurt hurt them in the long run. I, I think so.
0: Yeah, yeah, I'm with you. And, and then the other game of the night, which did have playoff implications because this could be a first round matchup between the Rockets and the Clippers, was not a playoff style game because the Rockets killed them. 135 to 103 in, here in Los Angeles. I'm actually it's at the center right because, now.
1: It's because James Harden cheated, right?
0: Well, that's, that's apparently the the topic of the night. So James Harden, 31 points, seven assists, seven rebounds, controlled the game. Like the Rockets blew them out. It was not a close game uh, real early on. They, they maintained the rest of the way, but the Clippers broadcast had this to say where they said, essentially, you know, he's cheating the game. He's manipulating the game. The system is set up to help him and not anybody else. I just feel like Ralph this style what Harden does is manipulating the game somehow like almost like cheating it somehow And I don't really have a thought beyond that other than I'm watching something that isn't basketball like To me basketball player movement ball movement design plays not just a guy walking it up and isolating every time And I just feel like if And that's why I brought up that point earlier that who else could do this? It's not like he's you know it's not like within the system he's getting all these numbers the system is built for him like look man i know we all have criticism of harden you know a little bit one way or another with with how he does certain things or maybe you know when he does hunt fouls you know that kind of stuff but man he's balling out like i don't
1: think you can say he's cheating the game yeah i mean it's ridiculous at this point you know what i mean like I feel bad for James Harden because he is playing like a madman. He's playing like a, a deservingly MVP candidate. Um, you know, he's one of the best offensive players in the game and continue to strive with this roster. Despite, you know, the ups and downs, you know, and the trades they made, the injuries early on, the right. slow start. And they have 51 wins now in the year. And you know, that that's, that's, I, if you were to tell me that they're going to have 51 wins at the end of the season, I probably would have laughed in your face. Um, as far as the Clippers, the Clippers um, was kind of a letdown tonight. You know, they came in with high momentum. You know, they clinched the playoffs. They came out, you know, boasting and bragging about being the best team. And, you know, obviously Pat Beverly um, was was the, the, the speaker of all this. And, and they just didn't show up. They got punched in the mouth at home. And this was a bad loss going into the playoffs.
0: Yeah, they, they got they got smoked in this one and it was I mean it was it was bad early on. Like I said, they they gave up 3 pointers to the to the Rockets, this one got outscored by 30 behind the three-point line. Chris Paul, 29 points, seven assists, hit a, a 70-foot bank shot that uh, I believe made Ty Dolla $ign and his dog uh, leave the game at the start of the fourth quarter. He hit that at the end of the third quarter. Clint Capella, 24 points, 15 rebounds. Shea Gilgis Alexander for the Clippers had 20 points, four assists, four rebounds. Gallo had 16 points. Lou Williams had 14 points, seven assists. Um, but the Clippers—they don't necessarily need this game, but they had—you know—they had a chance to sweep the Rockets. And maybe, you know, I'm not a huge believer in regular season series when it comes to the playoffs. But, you know, maybe for the Clippers, if you sweep the Rockets in the regular season, you face them in the first round, you go in with a little bit of extra confidence into that series. Right. Right. Exactly. Um, so in terms of in terms of the Clippers in this one, uh, again, they fall one thirty five to one oh three. That puts them sixth in the. In the Western Conference, they're a game and a half behind Utah, who won tonight. We'll talk about that later on. And then the Rockets, they still got a chance at the two seed. They're only a game and a half behind Denver. Everybody, you know the deal with FanDuel. FanDuel.com slash B2B. You play in the back-to-back Wednesday challenge. You go. You sign up at FanDuel.com slash B2B. Put money in your account. FanDuel is going to put five bucks in your account as a bonus. You get to play with B2B listeners every Wednesday, win that challenge and come on the Friday mailbag to hang out with us. So again, FanDuel.com slash B2B. All right, let's get to the news from Wednesday that you need for Thursday. Steph Curry fixed his eyes, Trey, according to Marcus Thompson of the athletic Curry, who was in a bit of a shooting slump after the all-star break, uh, all of a sudden is good again. And he said he started wearing contacts uh, he, start, he started wearing contacts, said he was serious, and uh, the whole world has opened up to him because now he can see. It's crazy to think he's the greatest three-point shooter of all time and he couldn't see before.
1: Uh, man, yeah, that's that's pretty wild. And like Kyle Kuzma said, this is like adding a scope to a gun. Like, right. <laughs> you, don't, you just pretty much don't – could you imagine like this dude already is unreal. He's an alien out there. And now – you find out that he had eye problems during his sh- shooting struggles, like legit excuse, like I a mean, legit excuse. Like right. normally you make excuses for people, but this is a legit excuse. And now you just increased his his percentage of shooting and making baskets and being able to see. Well, good luck for the NBA. It's funny because like he always looks like he's kind of squinting, but
0: I just thought that was just his face. Yeah. Like I didn't know he was trying to see.
1: <laughs> it's, yeah. it, it's crazy to me. Yeah. I mean – Whoever matches up with them, good luck, because I see some, you know, and with Durant playing out of his mind, you know, yeah. who's going to stop the Warriors, man? Yeah, good
0: good luck indeed. You said it. And uh, we talked to Marcus Thompson of The Athletic on Basket Buds on the uh, Count the Dings feed, Basketball Buds feed on, uh, on Wednesday, actually, the Tuesday show, but we had it on Wednesday. So you want to check out that whole conversation, go download the Basketball Buds from Wednesday on Count the Dings. Uh, by the way, Shaq, Big believer in Giannis said that Giannis is better at the age of 24 than Shaq is or Shaq was, he said, he's better because he has more opportunity to showcase more. I was a post player. And the only thing I was allowed to showcase was my domination. He's running the floor. I did that early. I stopped doing that because I stopped getting the ball when I ran the floor. So I turned into a half court dominant player, but yeah, he's better. And that's why I gave up my Superman title to him in November. And you know what? He works hard. He's a humble kid. He works hard. He doesn't just come and show up and expect to say, Oh, Hey, I do this. I do that. I'm next. Now this kid actually works and he's earned it. He said that on the big podcast, you want to look at the numbers Trey? Like, Shaq at 24, and granted, they have different experience at this point in their, in their playing careers, but Shaq at 24, 26 points a game, 12.5 rebounds, 3.1 assists, 2.9 blocks. Giannis this season at 24, 27 points a game, 12.5 rebounds, 5.9 assists, 1.5 blocks, 1.3 steals. Like It does seem crazy because what we think of Shaq, but it might not be that crazy.
1: Um, It's not crazy because obviously the game was too different. Yeah, um, you know, what I mean, like it was a little more stuff that you couldn't get away with in back then. You know what I mean? Like I still have to put some respect on Shaq's name. And I think Shaq is being very modest. But Shaq was unreal at 24. Not saying that Giannis is not unreal, but there's times where he can he can tend to be fine and, and be normalized in, in playoff situations. You know, what yeah, I mean? Like in, for sure. And Shaq was just easily by far the most dominant force on the floor at 24 years old until he ran up into Akeem Olajuwon. But, you know, that's a different story. Um, But I I do believe that Giannis has the potential to be um, one of the game's best before he's done.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And you're right. Like Shaq, uh, you know, Shaq, I think at 24 was in like his fourth year, fifth year, something like that. He had been to a finals, right? Like sure they lost, but he had been to a finals. He had beaten Mike in a series. Like they had done some pretty, some pretty incredible things. And then obviously his ceiling got a lot higher as he became the MVP, became a, you know, a four-time champion. Like he, he ended up doing okay. So maybe Giannis still has a lot of room to grow there. Uh, other news from the day, Sixers are signing Greg Monroe for the rest of the season and the playoffs. Uh, the Sixers waived Justin Patton to do this. Is this more Joel Embiid insurance, or maybe Boban
1: Marjanovic insurance? Um, yeah, it's more so a body, and Greg's safe. Um, I think it's a good pickup by the Sixers. I'm not sure if he's playoff eligible, but a good body to be, um, you know, there. You know what I mean? Like, and help out those guys. You know, um, unfortunate for Justin Patton. You know what I mean? A guy that they brought in, um. I'm concerned, yeah. and, you know, to to follow up on that to see if, you know, if he wasn't getting better and putting the work in or just the business serving him. Boy,
0: yeah. he. I mean, he's had he's had a foot injury. That's why the Wolves kind of gave up on him. He's he's had chronic foot problems. And, it, and it's just, you know, I don't know what his medical status looks like moving forward. But a big man with foot problems like that's always, always a scary thing. And then a little bit more of lighter news, John Morant. The the Murray State star, the star sophomore, is declaring for the draft, according to Shams Turrini of the Athletic. Uh, No real shock here, but he – Man, he had a crazy season. Twenty-four and a half points, ten assists, five point nine rebounds. shots just under fifty percent. Forty-nine point nine percent from the field, thirty-six point three percent from three, which was up from thirty percent the previous season when he was a freshman. Eighty-one percent from the free throw line. Now, I, you know, we don't have to make a, a decision on his career yet, Trey. But, uh, but in terms of like, all right, let's say Zion goes number one. We all expect him to go number one. If you're a team picking number two, are you taking are you taking I, Ja or are you I, taking I, RJ Barrett?
1: Uh, I'm taking Ja. Ja has a complete, complete game. Um, he can shoot. He can pass. He can play defense. Um, high IQ basketball player um, has a height, has length, um, athletic. He has it all. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, I don't want to compare and say who would be the better pro out of him in Zion. Um, but I do like his chances and that if a team like Chicago or Phoenix or even New York could possibly land him, it would be a great spot for him to, you know, start his career. Um, so I'm, I'm all for, uh, you know what I mean? Him foregoing his, uh, junior season to, to go to the NBA.
0: Yeah. And, and at worst, he's going to be a hell of a lot of fun with that athleticism. All right, we had a loaded schedule Wednesday night, so let's get to those games. Pacers 108, Pistons 89 in Detroit. No Blake Griffin again in this one. Another big defensive effort from Indiana. Thad Young led the Pacers with 21. Bogdanovich and Miles Turner had 17 apiece. 12 assists for Corey Joseph. DeMontis Sabonis, 15 and 13 off the bench. For Detroit, Andre Drummond, monster stat line in the loss. 28 points, 19 rebounds, three assists, three steals, three blocks. Wayne Ellington had his fifth 20-point game with 24. Fifth 20-point game in his last nine games. Uh, But the Pistons bench just 19. Points on 28 shots. Pistons still hold on to that six seed by a half game. Orlando moves into the eight seed. Magic 114, Knicks 100 in Orlando. A huge win for Orlando to get into the eighth seed. Vucevic, 29 points, 13 rebounds, three assists. Terrence Ross had another good game with 23 points on nine of 14 from the field. Five of 10 from deep. Evan Fournier and Aaron Gordon each had 19 points. Uh, Gordon also had seven rebounds, six assists. The Knicks tried to make this a game. They got it to within a, a possession in the third quarter, but couldn't keep things going. Mario Hazonia denied of a revenge game. He had 29 points, nine rebounds, five assists. Kevin Knox, 21 points on 13 shots. Uh, again, magic, a half seat up on Miami for the eight seed tied with Brooklyn for the record. But Brooklyn has the, the tiebreaker. A uh, cool story, man. Uh, Bulls 115, Wizards 114 in Washington, D.C. Walt Lemon Jr., Walter Lemon Jr. made two clutch free throws with 1.8 seconds left. And Jordan McCray missed a game winning three to give the Bulls the victory. Lemon finished with 24 points, eight assists. Uh, not a ton to write home about this one trade with two, two non-playoff teams. But, but Walter Lemon Jr. had a, had a fun moment.
1: Julian's own I thought he was from uh Simeon because he wore number 25 and I thought he was representing Benji but I was corrected by uh NBC Bulls talk um yeah man cool story man you know for him to be able to you know rep, be a bull you know being from Chicago and, and and being able to put on and having such a good game so yeah. that's that, that, that that's always a cool story
0: Absolutely. And then uh, Hawks 130, Sixers 122 in Atlanta. No Joel Embiid in this one. Trey Young, filthy. 33 points, 12 assists, 7 rebounds. Um, just was all over the Sixers in this game. 25 points, 8 rebounds, 2 blocks for John Collins. DeAndre Bembry had 17 points, 6 rebounds, 4 assists off the bench. Kevin Herter had 15 points. Uh, Jimmy Butler had a chance to really make this one interesting. 32 seconds left. Trey Young hits him with a flagrant one, but Jimmy missed both free throws down five. He then missed a three pointer on that ensuing possession. So instead of maybe cutting the lead uh, to two or to one or tying the game, uh, actually kept it at five points. JJ Redick led the Sixers with 30 points, Ben Simmons, 15 points, 15 rebounds, eight assists, four steals, but shot just six of 17 from the field, three of eight from the free throw line. Tobias Harris had 21, Jimmy Butler was 16 points, but was five of 10 from the free throw line. Uh, You know, the Sixers don't really need these games right now, Trey, but, but it's fun to see Atlanta be as scrappy as they have been over the last couple months.
1: Yeah, man, Trey Young, man, he he he's my Roy right now. I mean, I wouldn't be mad at splitting it with him and Luca because Luca started off hot, and then since the the break, uh, Trey has picked it up and been playing exceptional. You know, he's continued to get better. Um, and that Atlanta team is competing and you know showing some good momentum going into next year, especially if they can land. Uh, you know, when it, crack to that top three of uh, you know the, the lottery. Absolutely, yeah. And then uh, other uh, Sixers are two and a half ahead of Boston and
0: Indiana for the three seed. And then Raptors 115, Nets 105 in Brooklyn. Raptors forward combo, ju- just too much for the Nets. Kawhi had 26 points, nine rebounds, three assists, but was 11 of 25 from the field. Pascal Siakam, 28 points, 10 rebounds, five assists. He's the most improved player in my mind. Marcus Hall, eight points, nine boards, six assists, four steals. Ibaka had 23 and 12 off the bench. Uh, D'Angelo Russell, 27 points seven rebounds, six assists, but, uh, didn't get to the free throw line once in this game, which is a little weird. Spencer Dinwiddie had 14 points, but needed 16 shots. Uh, Carroll, Carroll, Jared Allen each had 12, uh, points in this game. Nets, you know, they stay in the seven seed because of the tiebreaker, but they had a chance to take advantage of this one, get up to the pistons for the sixth seed and just couldn't quite get it. Trey.
1: Yeah. I mean, you know, uh, D'Angelo Russell, uh, hit three straight threes and then also this is his 17th game uh with him with having five threes or more in one game um so that's that's a amazing improvement from the season that he's having pretty much like you know unfortunately they didn't come out on top on the win but uh you know that's good to know that you know he's shooting well he's playing well as well they just need to start getting these wins towards the end having some momentum going into the playoffs
0: Okay, Hornets 115, Pelicans 109 in New Orleans. No Anthony Davis, no Drew Holiday as per usual with the Pelicans now. Uh, Kemba Walker finally received just a little bit of help. 32 points on 9 of 17 shooting 12 of 13 from the free throw line 7 assists. Hornets bench actually produced something. Frank Kaminsky 21 points. Devontae Graham 13 points. Jeremy Lamb needed 13 shots but did get 12 points. No other Hornets starter in double figures uh, for scoring for the Pelicans side of it. Julius Randle 34 points 11 rebounds 3 assists. Ian Clark had 17. Stanley Johnson had 17 off the bench Uh, the Hornets are still alive technically but I just don't think Kemba is going to get enough help down the stretch. Wolves 110, Mavs 108 in Dallas. Andrew Wiggins makes the winning layup with 19 seconds left. Mavs were a Jalen Brunson three-pointer away from stealing that victory at home. Wiggins finished a 19 points, seven assists. Carl Anthony Towns, 28 points, 13 rebounds, three assists, three blocks. Tyus Jones had 15 points. Mavs were led by Luka Doncic, 27 points, 12 rebounds, six assists. He had missed the previous two games. Trey Burke had 12 points off the bench. Dwight Powell, 25 points for the Mavs. Nuggets, 113. Spurs, 85 in Denver. Greg Popovich must have had dinner plans or just to be out there. Load management for Greg Popovich. He was ejected 63 seconds into the game with 10.57 left in the first quarter. They threw him out. Nuggets dominated in the second quarter, never looked back. Jokic, 20 points, 11 rebounds, 9 assists. Monte Morris and Malik Beasley each had 19 off the bench. Jamal Murray, 14 points, dished out 11 assists. Aldridge and Lonnie Walker both had 16 for the Spurs to lead them, but the Spurs just couldn't hit shots in this one shot, 18% from deep. They fell to the eight seed by a half game in this one. Uh, Trey, after the game, they they were talking to Michael Malone. Uh, Greg Popovich interrupted the the scrum and and asked what had happened, and uh, said that you know someone must have punched somebody or someone must have yelled something bad in order for him to to be ejected so quickly. Can I go? Excuse me. <laughs> 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 we just about no now what what the What was the record? What happened? Somebody got thrown out in 63 seconds are you serious (laughs) that person must have i mean he must have hit somebody (laughs) did
1: somebody get hit tonight did somebody get cursed at or anything uh it's part of the game in my book (laughs) anything else guys (laughs) i gotta go continue with mikey all right good job mikey (laughs) appreciate it all right bud yeah i mean it was awesome too i mean those two you know i mean having so much respect for each other and pop having a sense of humor um interested to see how he got ejected so quick um but hey again like i yelled out low management every time coaches need breaks too um and obviously you know how his team performed i'm pretty sure pop didn't want to be out there anyway
0: yeah definitely not And, and pop actually said before the
1: game i believe uh that he thinks michael malone is the coach of the year uh i'm not arguing that i mean malone got his guys going you know um obviously they didn't play too well against uh golden state but uh overall like you know they they've turned it around you know from missing the playoffs last year into you know being so competitive this year yeah, absolutely. Might be the two seed and, and he's up there with
0: Budenholzer. He's up with, there with Doc. He's up for, there with Nate McMillan. A lot of good coaching candidates for coach of the year this year. Jazz 118, Suns 97 in Phoenix. No Ricky Rubio, no Kyle Korver, no Jay Crowder, no DeAndre Ayton in this one and no Devin Booker after eight minutes. Left, left eight minutes into the game. He had already scored eight points after landing on Royce O'Neal's foot. Donovan Mitchell, Joe Ingles both had 27 points. Mitchell had six assists, five rebounds. Ingles had eight assists, five rebounds. Rudy Gobert, 17 points, 13 rebounds, five blocks in this one. Uh, Jazz bench came up huge and scoring 35 points efficiently on 13 to 24 shooting. Uh, Rashawn Holmes led the Suns with 16 points, nine rebounds. Elliot Kobo had 15 points. And then last game of the night, Blazers won 16, Grizzlies 89, Grizzlies 30 points in the second half. 30 American points in the second half. Just could not get it together. Ennis Cantor led the Blazers 21 points, 15 rebounds. Lillard had 20, 10 and 7 in 29 minutes. Uh, Evan Turner, second straight triple double off the bench. He had 13 points, 12 rebounds, 11 assists. Mo Harkless had a great game. Chandler Parsons led the the Memphis team with uh, 16 points off the bench. Ivan Robb had 13 points,
1: 10 rebounds. Move over, Clyde Drexler. Ivan. <laughs> Evan Turner's coming for your throne.
0: (laughs) Let's get to the line of the night. We got uh, got a few good candidates. James Harden, 31.7 assists, seven rebounds, one game cheated, according to the Clippers broadcast. Trey Young, 33 points, 12 assists, seven rebounds. Kemba had 32, three, and seven assists. Julius Randle, 34 and 11 in the loss. Uh, Trey, who gets your line of the night?
1: Uh, I would love to go with Harden, but I'm going to go with Ice Trey. Yeah, I mean,
0: that's hard to go against. I'm going to go with James Harden just because I think the Clippers broadcast was crap for saying he's cheating the game. Like, I get if you don't like him getting to the free throw line so much, but he's not cheating the game. He's having a hell of a season. He could be the MVP. Uh, games to watch for Thursday, uh, I'm going to go with not the main game of the night, but I want to see Warriors versus Lakers in Los Angeles just because, Trey, we now have Steph Curry. No, we know that he has contact lenses, and I want to see if he can break Klay Thompson's three-point record for threes in a game.
1: Man, uh, it's kind of like if Stevie Wonder can finally see and he wasn't ever blind. Um, My game of the night is going to be Milwaukee Bucks and Philadelphia 76ers.
0: Yeah, might be a might be a preview of the conference finals at some point if both those teams can get through. Uh, make sure you like us on Facebook, Facebook.com/slash Count the Dings. Subscribe to the Back to Back podcast. Well, we had the new Basketball Buds on Wednesday. We got Nerdist, she wrote on Thursday, and of course the Mailbag has its own feed for Friday. You want to subscribe to that feed because it will no longer be on the basketball uh, on the Count the Dings Basketball Buds feed uh starting next week and of course black opinions matter monday feed which you can find on all podcast platforms we have a special woke bros with our own trayvon edwards uh joining the crew on that so subscribe rate and review to that feed also of course to this feed the daily ding we got house of straps we got packing knives thanks for waking up with us thanks for uh, brushing your teeth and eating your egos and taking your medicine Trey, give me with the sign off ding ding